previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. That dude that walked by, he was one of those slavers that kidnapped you guys. And you recognize that it is Jimmy Crackcorn. Jet, as they're discussing what to do with Jimmy Crackcorn, as you take off his boot, something glints as it falls out of the boot. It is a rectangular piece of metal engraved with a lotus flower and a flame. I'm going to pull out this card here and say, what are you doing with this? All right, give me a persuasion check. I promise I won't hurt you. I made no promise. That's a card that identifies me as one of the purified, and uh, it was given to me by Lord Carflod and Harry. Point of the purified is going on my sheet. Harry told me to go back and start working for Calaxius again. That's the guy in charge of the slaving. And I found out that Calaxius is now working for the high priest of Trugala. And so I guess the high priest wants him to find something. In Principium, you're saying, and there's a big test about it, huh? All right, here's what we're going to do, Jimmy. I'm not going to kill you in this moment right now. There's one member of the Purified to another member of the Purified. says by the two cards that we are holding, you are obligated to help us out because this is important. The item he is after to find in Principium, he simply cannot get to that item. If he gets that item, that's bad. I should also mention, one of my colleagues, she's on our side too. Noted. Do you want to fight Caxius right now? Or do you want to follow us to Principium? Smart thing, follow them. Easy thing, follow them. I would at least like to follow him back with my staff of invisibility. And you see him enter into the eagle's roost. He has a quick word with the woman that you recognize as Squats. We've got allies. Remove it, Principium. They move up the stairs, and sitting on the bed, you can see a burly tiefling. I just heard from our contact that we have to be in Principium within two weeks. The meeting's set for then. This is going to be big for us. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. Do you know why they call Iroh from Avatar the Dragon of the West? Because that's the direction that he dragged his nuts across Paul's face. Brad Richards. What's the difference between 68 and 69? What? Blow me and I owe you one. Also, in a 69 I get to drag my nuts across. Paul's forehead. Matt Smith. So this is a uh, logistical question. So if I'm dragging my nuts across Paul's forehead, is it better to have an erection or just be completely soft? Because I feel like if you have an erection, you know, it's, it's out of the way. So you get better, better nut dragging potential. But if you're soft, you know, it's, it's more disrespectful because you're not getting any pleasure out of it. You're just, you're doing it. It's, it's just a chore. Uh, to answer that, halfway through, you just let go of it and just let's smack him. But if you're erect, your sack will be more taut, and it glides easier. Is it, is it better to be taut, or do you want it to kind of, like, drag? When's the last time you've shaved? Hmm. And on that note, we also have Brad Renfro. <laughs> Alright, so just, I'm going to bring this into a different direction here. Uh, because kinetic energy can be converted directly into thermal energy, 
If you were to slap a chicken at 3,325 miles an hour, you would cook it, which is also a dangerous speed to be dragging your nuts across Paul's forehead. I'm glad you brought it back because I was really going to interrupt you and ask you what this has to do with Paul's forehead and a nutsack. <laughs> and Eric Nemeth. Um, I'm actually being paid to give a shout out to a band. Have you guys ever heard of Imagine Dragons? There's Imagine Dragon, these nuts claws Paul's face. I don't know if we can <laughs> legally post that. In case you listeners were wondering, we are a 5th edition actual play, Dungeons and Dragons, apparently dragging these nuts across Paul's forehead, podcast. And we are about to get to the capital of Trugala Kingdom. Last episode, our characters, our adventurers, interviewed a person from their past. <laughs> interviewed? Or more interrogated, not interviewed interrogated someone from their past named Jimmy Crackcorn, who happens to be an undercover agent for the Purified, the people that are trying to save the Trugala Kingdom from the leaders of the faith who are working with demons. Demons? Yeah, so now they are on their way to Principium to find out what is going on and uh, find the Diadem Exorius. But before we get there, because you had agreed to let Jimmy Crack Corn go and kind of do his thing. My question to you is, are you going straight to Principium by yourself, like whatever happens, happens, and we might meet up with Jimmy Crack Corn again? Or are you specifically going to try and trail him and figure out where he and his cohort and his leader, Caxias, are going? All right, so Hammer Bottom Brothers, you two were the ones who were kidnapped how hell-bent on revenge are you? It's going to come down to you guys. Cause... Well, last episode, remember, they kind of like let Jimmy go for the time being because he could be useful. Because he's in our clan. You mean cult? No, he's in our club. <laughs> welcome, Squidward. <laughs> welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Uh, no, yeah, we, we let him go definitely because of the greater cause for the time being. Well, there and you then- go. He's a part of it. So, but the thing he's asking is, are we following him to get to where Caxias and everything's going, or are we just walking into Principium? Our goal is Principium, so we're hitting Principium. I yeah, but say. then we got more information about Caxias and, and everything there. So here's the thing. Do we follow, see where Caxias is at, and try to use him to get closer to the Diadem Exorius and then cut him off? Or do we go there and try to get to the Diadem Exorius before Caxias even has his meeting and makes his move for it? I think as our group we would try to do something as you know whatever we can do the quickest so it would be to cut him off before he can do it so yeah and if we go find it first we can always wait for him to show up and then kick his ass right but does he have more information about the whereabouts in the city to help us actually find it because of the like dream whatever flashback we had like we should I mean so in our flashback we should have enough to know like exactly like to go find like, if we just walked into Principium, we should theoretically be able to find where we were, right? In that flashback? Theoretically, yes. So, I mean, like... no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, based on your dream, you actually went to the place where the Diadem Exorius was in that time. So, you would know where to start looking based on history. Right, so... We're going on a treasure hunt, pretty much, and the entire city... You know, that long ago is overgrown. There's new places and new areas. And There's it's, also like a spooky hidden cave with a magic door. Yeah, but it's so. not going to look the same. Why it's don't we now. just burn the entire town down and search through the ruins? Smart, smart, yeah. We got to give you an excuse to do that. They're non-believers. We might need a demonstration. Uh, Yeah, we'll just 
go ourselves then, I imagine. Straight uh, to Principia. And we'll try to cut everything off. Okay. On horseback. Well, that makes things a lot easier. You're at Principium. Yay. We can fast travel now, but we never can before. Um, it's like you don't care about us, Paul. I care about you immensely. After three weeks of travel since having left the Prussian Canal system, you have come down into the lowlands, and the area is just flat. And way off in the distance, just like when you were approaching the Prussian Canal system, you could see the trees long before you even got there. Off in the distance, you can see what appears to be a spire sticking up out of the land. And there are small villages scattered all over the place, and they only grow in number as you approach this spire. Hours before you get there, you can see it. And as you approach, you can see that what looked like a spire is actually a collection of towers of varying height, all located around a central focal point that stretch high into the sky with a single tower peak at the very center. You can see radiating out from those towers in the center of the city are sloping walls that splay out like the skirt down to the edges of the city. Based on your dream, based on your flashback that you had when you entered the diamond, this city looks nothing like how it was when you were last there. When you were there in the past, it was a city and it was very large with a castle in the center, but now it has just grown into something that is beyond anything you could possibly imagine. And as you enter the city, you can see that there are markets everywhere. You can smell things that you've never smelled before, both good and bad. You see humans and elves and dwarves, and you see dragonborn. You really have only encountered one dragonborn, maybe two before. The one that you have seen repeatedly is um, Lord Carfwad's uh, higher-up. Trying to remember his name? Yeah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> the dragonborn in the bubble? Yeah. Z, Glinda the Good Witch. It's actually like right on the tip of my tongue. That doesn't it start with a Z? So with all the uh, the peaks and the slopes of this city, you would say it's a uh, it's a fairly mountainous city, right? It's not your favorite terrain. Damn it! <laughs> I really thought we were gonna be mountains more throughout <laughs> this terrain or domain. <laughs> yeah, I could sell salt. It's like ninety percent terrain mountains. campaign train. Where the fuck is this guy's name? Oh, hold on, hold on. Zawadski. That's what it is. Yeah, I told you. I mean, sure, it starts with a Z, but... Zawadski. That wasn't the answer, though. <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue. So, yeah, the uh, Zawadski is probably one of the only dragonborn that you have encountered, but in this city, there are dragonborn everywhere. And there are people moving animals, there are people moving carts, there are houses that are built high up on stilts, and they only grow taller as they grow up against these walls as they get closer and closer to the city center. And you can also see that elevated above all of these structures and on the city walls, there are boxcars that are being transported between sections of the city. We would see them as an elevated train. To you, this is novel and you've never seen it before. It looks like a caravan that is just 
moving to and through the city above your heads. Ooh. We all exclaim. <laughs> <laughs> this must be powered by demons. This is against Torm, and we need to burn it all down. Fucking witchcraft! <laughs> Evil dark magic. The, the caravans aren't moving by themselves. They're being moved by means that you are familiar with. It's just the fact that they are elevated above everything else is a completely novel idea. Oh, I actually assumed they were, like, moving some magical way. Wait, so you're saying our, our characters don't understand what a bridge is? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not the hammer bottom. I mean, we're, we're pretty stupid, so that's fair. <laughs> okay, fair. You've only ever seen bridges used to cross rivers, never to cross cities. And uh, I should also mention that because you were coming from a ways out, you were able to see a little bit more of the city before you got into it, and you could tell that these walls that radiate down from the city center, they split the city into five sections. So if you were to look at it from a bird's eye view, it looks like a five-pointed star. Yeah, well, Brixie is being fascinated by cities and all. Can we hop on one of these fancy trains and make our way towards the center of the city? Yeah, does the center of the city correspond with, like, the old center of the city that we saw in the flashback? Like, is, is the center, like, what used to be the castle? You would guess that the center of the city where all the towers are approximates to where the castle originally was. Well, then, based on that, I think when we were leaving the castle in our flashback, we did specify a certain direction that we went to find the hidden trail and everything. So we should be able to find it, even if it doesn't look the same that way. Now, Brixius isn't smart enough to know this. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. So, that's just kind of me. He's your character, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> he has his moments of brilliance that nobody ever sees coming. But, yes, that, that would kind of be my, my initial thoughts towards it. So we could head towards the center of the city, see what's up there, and then uh, from there go the direction that we believe it to be. And I'd like to do it via transportation of the trains. Cautiously. Did it take war bears on the train? I hope so. Because we all arrived on horseback, so I hope they have spots for our horses. Do we need to get subway tokens for, for the trains? The Amtrak? You could ask. <laughs> all right, I'd like to go up to the person who is working the railroads and ask him. All right, you make your way through the crowds and you pass through crowded thoroughfares inching your way off to one side where there is a brick archway and a lady wearing a blue feathered cap and a smart suit. She is working a turnstile, and as you approach, she says, Welcome to Principium's Elf Track. So when you say blue feathered cap, is it, is it a cap with a blue feather in it, or is it a blue cap with a feather in it? Is it named Macaroni? It is a blue cap with a similarly blue feather in it. Okay, thank you. My immersion was taking a hit. Welcome to Principium's Elf Track. Hi, I'd like to ride that to the center of the city with my friends. <laughs> you allow war bears on it? You and your humanoid companions are more than welcome to join us on the Elf Track. However, we at this time do not currently have methods of transportation for animals pretty messed up. Do you not like animals? We love animals in this city. However, we do not currently have an expedited system of transport for them. Yeah, but how do I have my horse with me in the center of the city then? 
you are welcome to take the street level. I'm just gonna ride my war bear on the track. Is <laughs> it Yeah. So street level. Really, just want to take a ride on this thing. Do you have like a loop that goes in a circle and can bring me right back here in a few <laughs> minutes? You could certainly ride a loop th- around the city using the elf track. In addition, while you are taking a tour of our city, you are welcome to stable your animals, your horses, and war bear in our complimentary stables. Wait a Oh, I thought he said staple. I'm like, you want me to staple my animal? Staple the horse to the stable itself. To the stable. What the (laughs) hell? How how long does this loop slash tour take? Kind of on a time crunch here. Well, if you want to take an actual tour guided, then you are welcome to go to one of the tourist and tourism centers within the city. Uh -uh. If you would like to just ride the elf track around the city, it will take you approximately two hours. Two hours. We got that kind of time, boys. What the fuck do you have to do today? Um, save the world. (laughs) This guy. That's gonna wait on us. This guy doesn't get it. Miss Lady with the blue hat. You may call me Isabel. Uh... So, we're talking prices to ride the train. I apologize. I actually have a question about transporting goods. Uh, how many cabbages am I allowed to take? My and cabbages! <laughs> <laughs> she looks over to the side and says, Are you talking about that wagon? I don't know. That is no longer, that is not within my jurisdiction, and you must find its owner. Sorry, ma'am. We are but simple folk. We've never seen these newfangled bridges. I mean, look at this guy's eyes. Like, obviously, we're from the hills. <laughs> <laughs> the hills have eyes themselves. I must advise you to refrain from potential harassment when riding the elf track. All I can think about is that meme where it's like that car salesman, like, this baby can hold so much spaghetti. I was making an avatar joke. Yeah, I got the my cabbages. Please, you must understand, he's a simple lad. Like, <laughs> uh, When you say that, her smile falters a little bit, and she says, I apologize, gentlemen, but I have warned you once... If I must warn you again, I will be asking you to leave. When does your shift end? (laughs) Give me a persuasion roll. (laughs) Fifteen. Hell yeah. Sure. Uh, She says, my shift ends (laughs) at eight. However, I I don't believe that that you and I... Want to see me at the end of your shift? I get it. <laughs> you can clearly see his eyes. They're just, they're all over the place. Like, there's there's something not going on right there. Very well, gentlemen. I must tell you that you are no longer permitted on the elf track. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait hold it. I'm sorry, but we have corporate rules. I'd like to show her my coin. Your what? Listen, as head of transportation, at least that's what I'm assuming her to be, because she's the first person I know who works for this train system. <laughs> I would like to show her my, my coin of the Purify with the lotus flower on it. It really is the Order of the White Lotus, huh? You thought about Avatar when you made this, didn't you, Paul? No, I didn't, but... Aligns perfectly with everything in Avatar. I'd like to just casually start rolling it over my knuckles, like, in between my fingers and over my knuckles, and see if uh, she notices anything. Guys, do we want to take a ride? Do we want to take a quick uh, two-hour tour of the city, non-guided? Or I don't think we can anymore. (laughs) She cocks her head, looks at the coin, looks at you, and says, I have already given you my final decision. You and your friends are not permitted on the elf track. Now, please vacate the premises before I call the city guards. My character's mad. 
I would be too if it looked like you. My character wanted to take a tour of the city. This is incredible. Okay, I'd like to walk behind the building and do a quick change into some other winter clothes and walk back up with my Roman helmet on. You and Amy and I just changed clothes and come out wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who took the hat from, uh, what's his name? Oh, the, uh... Voice. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, Jet had the hat. The octopus hat? Just, yeah. I don't have it. He Do I have, an oct- I have an octopus hat. Yeah. No, the hat were, like, yeah, all the different colors whenever, uh... Chris Locke was on, and he just kept yeah, changing Chris hats Locke. to come yeah. back as different people. Yeah, I have the. It, it's a mermaid hat. Yeah, mermaid hat. But if we don't want to take a tour, it's fine. I know we're just killing so much time right now. <laughs> <laughs> we never get anything accomplished anymore. All right. <laughs> I'm still curious about the, my cabbages. All right. We know she's off at eight, guys. We'll be all right. We'll see you later. We should have taken the tour because we'd at least try to figure, you know, at least compare what we used to know about the city from our yeah, vision well, to what we see now. There are there are consequences for your actions. I, I really think a tour would have been beneficial for us in the campaign. But if she's not going to let us, then I will hop on my horse and say, "Let's ride, boys," and we will follow right underneath the train tracks all the way to the center of the city. <laughs> Unless anybody has an objection to that. <laughs> No objection. Why don't we just ride on the tracks? You said under them, not on them? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said on them. I was like, I'm going to get fucking splattered. <laughs> or can we just go to like the next turnstile over <laughs> and talk to a different Walk lady? like three feet over and like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are travelers from another city. <laughs> Hope you didn't overhear that conversation just now. <laughs> I'm sure like a mile down the street, they probably got another one for people at the next bus stop. The next stop, to bikini, bottom. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, (laughs) you follow the underneath the the train tracks, and it is much more complicated because the tracks go over the buildings, so you kind of have to go up a street, then down, then left, back towards the tracks, then down another street, and it's like a whole zigzag process to follow underneath the tracks. Eventually, you do come to another turnstile that you see a couple blocks down that you could potentially get up to the trains. So while we're following under the tracks, so like when a train comes by, is it obvious, like like if you stand under like a real Amtrak, you hear like, chunk 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 obviously when something's coming by. Do we hear that? Yes, because it's the uh, clatter of hooves. All right, so every time that happens while we're underneath it, I want to look up and gasp and be like, ooh, because we are simple people and we are amazed. <laughs> that this is possible. <laughs> what? You're all a bunch of peasants. Bridges. <laughs> Wait, is my character the only noble one here? Yeah. No, me and Ambionitis are. I was an orphan. I'm the king of the goblins. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's about as noble as it gets. Who was born noble and raised noble? Well, we weren't raised noble because we raised ourselves. Which is kind of noble, if you ask me. Our parents died. You're all a bunch of plebs. <laughs> so I... So we're also orphans. I don't know. My family's still alive. We have something in common. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I go to the next turn. Stylist over after being so amazed at what just happened <laughs> above my head. All right. Uh, you approach the turnstile and you see a woman wearing a smart suit and a blue feathered cap. And she says, hello, my name is Isabel. Welcome to Elf Track. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, but you and your party are not permitted on this track. How the fuck? <laughs> it's a trap. 
What is wrong with this city? Now I actually am confused. I'm too <laughs> simple for this. <laughs> Why uh, not? Witchcraft? If this was like, we didn't like turn down some of the streets trying to fall underneath the track and get back to that same area, did we? No, this is a completely different turnstile. Why aren't we allowed there? Are you twins? Listen here, Izzy. Is this like Pokemon where it's like... Nurse Joy's yeah. at every Poke Center? <laughs> uh, why? You and your cohorts have violated the harassment policy of Elf Track. Wait, we no. didn't. We didn't all violate. No, that. no, no. That wasn't <laughs> even us. We we came in with another group. Each of us has an identical twin. Crazy thing, but they're on. The, they, they came in on the other side of the city, and where we heard about their mishaps that they've been having. That's why we're trying to get on the train and, and go somewhere else. We're trying to separate ourselves from them in the city. Deception rolls. Here we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nutsack. That's a 20, I see? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I get That's this That's a natural thing. 100? Yeah, no, it was a nat 1. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> oh, no. This is where the cross-eyes really give it away. <laughs> Isabel says, If you would like to file a grievance, you may do so with the Elf Track corporate headquarters over on Thilo Street in Sector 2. What sector are we in right now? You are currently in Sector 1. Okay, and... Do we get to Sector 2 by riding this train here on the Incredible Bridge? If you were permitted to ride the Elf Track, you could move into Sector 2. As it is, you must follow street level through the city and pass through the Sector Gate. So I'd like to try something here. Okay. Can I pull the old, uh, hey, look over there, and then cast Pass Without Trace on myself and my group? You could try. <laughs> okay. Oh, before you do that, I have a question. Okay. How do you know we're not allowed on? I cast Zone of Truth. Okay, uh, what's the saving throw there? 15. Why the fuck did she lie? I want to know how the hell does two of her? Guys, we all have to take the saving throw. I always lie. Just, that's my answer. I, I pass. What kind of save is it? I pass. What's your... Well, I don't pass. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> what's your spellcasting modifier, Eric? Charisma. What'd you roll, Matt? five plus like whatever the the save is but it's not going to beat a 15 so i rolled a 23 can i carry over <laughs> yeah can you give me some of those saving points all right uh isabel fails so she will tell the truth she says we are a corporate interconnected network of individuals why is there another one of you at another location we are at every turnstile and we operate the trains are they all robots is, is she a robot that explains the wagon. What All species right. are you? Are you a construct? A golem? I am a human. Why is there someone with the same name with you that look exact same as you at another location? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with the golem thing. I like that better. <laughs> I am a golem. Oh, that makes sense then. That's kind of cool. <laughs> For us uh, country rubes. Although now I'm curious, would Zone of Truth work on a golem? It already did. Too late, it's canon. I don't know. Let's just say yes. I looked it up. It says creature on the spell. Gollum is a creature. Well, I'd say if they have an intelligence score of like, you know, humanoid equivalent, Zone of Truth should work. Would be it my... says it works on creatures. That would be a creature. That would be my opinion, at least. Unless like Gollums have a special thing on them, which just can't be like... Or we could just call her a human and call it a day. But how does he know so quickly magic mm -hmm. witchcraft 
Don't say those words in front of Prothean. I don't know. I'm just completely wide-eyed, open-mouthed, drooling at all the fancy city shit. <laughs> you know what? No, we are going to go with human. She is a human. So Zone of Truth worked, and uh, yeah. So, Jet, you wanted to try your pass without trace? I feel like that'd be the most easiest way to get through this. We have swords. Have you tried murder? <laughs> okay, so if you want to do that, first you're going to have to trick Isabel into looking elsewhere. A hey, deception. Jet, you need a demonstration? I mean, if you stab her, if you stab her from behind, she'll probably look in that direction. Might feel pretty good. And be nice. You want to do a demonstration? I'm not tackling. Oh, <laughs> oh, my demonstration. I was just gonna turn and nail Jet. <laughs> I'm part of this. You can't do that. Well, Brixius would not think that one through. Be like, oh, you need a demonstration. I donkey kick you. <laughs> and then yeah, it would, but you don't. It would make the entire purpose of the demonstration. But you go hit away. the second one of me that you can't see with your. Out crossed eyes. And here comes a giant fist. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your deception, uh, Jet, and let me know how you plan on conducting this deception. So wait, how is she in two spaces at once then? She's not. You said the same name as the other person, right? Yes. And they looked the exact same? Yes. Is he a clone? Ask her. Are you a clone? <laughs> I am a human. How is the two of you? There's more than two. We are the Elf Track customer service agents. I, I never realized Deception uses charisma, but I rolled a 13. Okay, and how are you trying to deceive her? Just the classic, hey, what's that over there? You see Brixius frown. <laughs> oh shit, is that a new squat rack? <laughs> <laughs> she says, that appears to be a wagon of cabbages. Okay, so while she's looking at the wagon of cabbages, I want to cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. And I just spend two Kai points to do it. I don't need any materials. Okay. It says it's an action for myself. It's a concentration and lasts an hour, but a veil of shadows and silence radiates from me, making me and my group, like, undetectable. Okay. I think we need a ticket to give to the bus driver, though. Let's just get on the bus. Oh. Is there one here right now? Yes. Does our group include? <laughs> does the group include the uh, the horses and the war bear? Do they get a bonus to to sneaking also? It says each creature I pick within thirty feet. So yes. Nice. See the fucking bear stand up and start tiptoeing. <laughs> <laughs> the horses do the same. They're just like clop, clop, clop. <laughs> no, the. So yeah, you you successfully. Cast pass without a trace, and a veil of shadows falls over you and your companions. And did you actually do the animals as well? Might as well. Okay. Yeah, they all, all the horses have that stupid look on their face where all their upper teeth are showing. Yeah, we all have a plus ten to uh, a plus ten bonus to dexterity for our stealth checks, and we can only be, be tracked by magical means. Okay. Um, you successfully get over the turnstile. And the city just happens to be full of magical trackers. <laughs> nope, you successfully get over the turnstile. I'd like a, I'd like to see a bear get over a turnstile. We go get on the train? Yeah. You climb up the the narrow brick staircase and you emerge onto a platform where there are various people standing around waiting for the next caravan to come by. And you do notice that they are all holding tickets. 
I grab a piece of paper from my pocket and hold it like a, a ticket. Well, no one... Are we, like, not able to be seen right now? Like, we're not invisible, but, like... You're not invisible, but um, because you do have a plus 10 to stealth, as long as you are stealthing around, people that aren't looking for you really won't see you. They have, like, a... As long as you roll a 10, they would need to roll a... They would need to have a perception of... Passive perception of 20. That's fine. We don't need tickets then, because we can just sneak our way onto it. Like, within the crowd. No one will find us, so we chill until the train comes. The train, uh, the caravan arrives, and uh, there's a huge line of horses that are hooked up to this caravan. And they slow, and the doors open, and a conductor steps out to collect tickets before allowing people onto the car. And looking at the door, you can see that there is no way that your horses or war bear are going to fit. It's going to climb on top. My bear is. Our horses, can they just like blend in with the horses up front? Yeah, let's just ride in front of the train. <laughs> if it's popsicle, it's possible. I'm going to hop on my bear's back and have a climb on top of the caravan. I'm going to ride it on top of the caravan. Okay. Well, that's what Prothean's doing. And the rest of you are taking your horses and just riding out in front of the caravan? Sure. I'd like to get on it. I just want my horse to go ahead. My horse knows to follow me. Okay. I mean, I can I can go out front and, you know, keep track of the horses while we whatever. All right, I would like everybody to give me a stealth check. Oh, everybody has plus 10 bonus to this. Is it just straight up plus 10 or on top of what we already have to our stealth? It's plus 10 on top of what you normally have. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Does that include me? Yes. 24. I will a natural 17. 27 plus your dexterity. Oh, 30. 22. 26. I rolled a 33. Yeah, conductor doesn't see you. He's actually looking for people who are trying to sneak up onto the train, but he doesn't see you guys. Idiot. Just so you know, though, that does only last an hour, I believe. Correct. And doing the whole loop takes two hours. Oh, that's fine. I'll just cast it again. Uh, Let's hop off (laughs) when we get to the center of the city. Yeah. You guys get going. Your horses out front are uh, keeping pace with the other horses. Prothean is on top of the cars. Um, Brixius is inside. And I'm sorry, Matt and, or Abe and Jet, where are you? And Ambionitis? I'm on the train. Uh, Like on it or in it? In it. On it. <laughs> I was gonna ride out front with the horses just to keep like track of them. Okay, cool. As soon as the train starts moving, I'm gonna pull my greatsword out and like hold in front of me like a statue, <laughs> like pointing to Drexen. Okay. It's a podcast, this is our podcast, and this is the mid-roll with your DM, Paul Camper. We hope all you listeners are staying safe and healthy. Those of us on the show have been trying our best to do so, which means that we've had to restrict the amount of recording that can be accomplished week to week. Ultimately, that means that you'll continue to receive bi-weekly episodes instead of the typical weekly episodes for the foreseeable future. But that doesn't mean we can't still cook up some goodies for you in the meantime. 
Those who have been listening to our podcast know that we've incorporated a lot of Will Savino's Music D20 project into our show. He creates fantastic RPG and tabletop music that is available at patreon.com musicd20 for as little as $2 per month. We think that the music he creates is so fantastic that not only will we continue to showcase his work, but we also went ahead and commissioned him for the theme of this episode. The Principium theme, which you can hear leading into and out of this mid-roll, was composed by Will, and we couldn't be happier with it. It was wonderful working with him, we love the sound, and uh, we hope you enjoy listening to it, and that you'll go support Will and check out his music for yourself over at patreon.com musicd20. If you'd like to support us, you can leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. We'll be sure to read you on the show, so stick around because some of those reviews are going to appear at the end of this episode. You can also support us by grabbing some Death Saving Bros swag at redbubble.com. Simply search Death Saving Bros and you'll see all the artwork that we currently have available. And keep tuning in. We've got plans to bring you some additional content through Patreon very soon. Nothing more for you this week, so stay safe, smart, and healthy. Listen to those who are knowledgeable around you and try to understand one another. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Everybody's going to see generally the same thing, but those of you that are in the train are basically just going to see the sights. So you're going to be looking down over the city, and you're going to see that the sector that you were in, um, Sector 1, is all sorts of open markets. That's where you smelled spices, and you saw animals, and um, everything there just seems to be like general trade. Uh, But as you are passing over the sloping wall into Sector 2, you can see that this appears to be a much less cluttered area. Everybody is walking around in very done-up attire. They're very smartly dressed. And you can see that there, again, there are dragonborn, and there are tieflings, and there are dwarves, and halflings, and humans, and elves, all walking to and from, and a lot of them are holding briefcases. At one point, you get to a platform, and there is a message that plays over the caravan and says, Elf Track, Corporate Headquarters. Please, mind the gap between the train and the platform. God, are we in London? Should we get off now? Those of you that are on top of the train or out front can see that this current track that you're on will not go to the city center. This is a loop. So it's just going to stay at the same distance out from the center, just going all the way around the city. Fucking great. (laughs) So here's the time where we need to get off. Well, we gotta let the rest know. My character doesn't know this, but here's here's our options. We either ride all the way around and get out at Isabel's stop and show her, (laughs) or I guess we can get off at any point. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) Be like, look who ran the train. You could also get off at this point, file a... Uh, 
a discrepancy slash grievance with the corporate headquarters and potentially <laughs> gain access to Elf Track properly. Let's do that. Pull a cannon. Waste all yeah, the let's, time. Yeah, let's, let's all grow this. out our hair slightly so it covers what so it's a, a nice uh chic bob cut. <laughs> My character is a richly raised person. I could be a Karen. Oh yes, yes. Let's just go in and bitch so much. Like no matter how much we're in the wrong, <laughs> that they'll just give what we want just to get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, well, I don't know. It's a full circle, so you guys can decide if we want to get off and uh, go file complaints or if we just want to get off and go to the center. I don't care. We can file a complaint. I mean, either way, we might as well get off here, I guess. Wow. So, is there any way to, like... Like, so, how wide is the track? Like, if I wanted to go up, like, the side of the train and, like, peek in the windows and see if I could find... Who all's inside? Just the, the hammer bottoms? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I could try and, like, get their attention, it'd be like, Hey! We need to get off! There is a little bit of room on either side of the, uh, the cars that you could get your... that you could get yourself through there. Um, and your horse. But the horse would be a tight squeeze. Like, your horse was a tight squeeze getting out in front anyways. Alright. Uh, how... how long's, like, the stop gonna be for? Like, do we, do we have, like, a guesstimate? 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Holy shit! Um, it's like five turns. Yeah, I guess I'll... Ugh. Hop off the horse, run down the side, try and, like, yell in the window, like, hey, get the fuck off, hammer bottoms, and then run back to the horses and get them the fuck so off the track. So you're gonna be, pounding on the window, yelling, get off, hammer bottom? <laughs> <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> How about... I just fling myself off Gobl the train. Goblin King, <laughs> you you are needed. And to that... Oh, wait, no, no, I got an idea. I want to use Thaumaturgy to make my voice sound like it's one of those uh, announcements coming over the train. It's a nice, big, booming, echoing uh, voice. And I want to be like, Would the King of the Goblins please get off at this stop, along with any of his retinue? And I sprint and <laughs> jump through the wall of the train. <laughs> Um, if you do jump out the window, people will suddenly notice you. But I do it without and passing a trace. Your point is... I would hope they notice if a seven-foot fucking orc just launched himself out of the wall of the train. Yeah, but right now you are covered with uh, veils of shadows, so people, like, are basically sitting right next to you and don't really even notice that you're there. You're just like, why is the seat so shadowy? <laughs> right next to me, there's this big black blob. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> see, I know what I did. Through the wall. All right, give me a uh, give me a stealth check. <laughs> Wait, what? Plus ten. Plus ten. To stealthily hurl myself through a wall of a moving train. I guess when I see him do it, I would follow suit. So, as a player, do you realize? Oh, Kool Aid Man, but <laughs> as a player, do you realize why I'm doing this? To convince you not to do it. <laughs> because if you go through the side of the train. People will suddenly realize that you're there. They will realize that you're not supposed to be there. And then you'll be in serious trouble, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but a common person wouldn't care about it. And yeah. if we get in trouble, we'll file a complaint anyway. So that's yeah, our has, cop out. He has diplomatic immunity as visiting king of the goblins. So it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's fine. And I'll pose it all as a demonstration if all goes <laughs> bad. Don't worry. I got this. I just need to think of a principium gym name. The hammer wagon. 
So what is that uh, stealth check? 19. With your plus 10 for my bonus? Yeah, I didn't roll good. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of your... Yes, Ben, I didn't roll good. Damn it. <laughs> Get off my tits. Yeah, the conductor very much notices you because he rolled a natural 19 plus his 2. Whoa, oh, whoa. Boy. Hold on. I have a divine <laughs> Okay, you gotta beat a 21. Shit. Okay. I got a 19, so I have to roll a 3 or 4. Right? That's how that works. I rolled a 4! Fuck you. Side of the car explodes as you go s- smashing through it, and everybody looks at it in horror, wondering why the hell it happened. Well, I, like oh, I said, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to also follow him out that hole. But since it's already blown up, I think it's not going to be much of an issue. Wait, just go to the next car and make another one. <laughs> Either way, you guys got away scot-free. So you make your way down the brick staircase. You hop the turnstile and make it past uh, another woman who is dressed in a prim, smart suit and wears a blue feathered cap. Uh, And as soon as you exit, you can see that there is a giant billboard with a giant arrow that says, Elf Track Corporate Headquarters, one mile this way. And there's a big arrow. And then looking down that arrow, you can see other signs that point towards Elf Track Headquarters. Seems very conveniently placed for us. There's also a very small, um, like, there's another small post with a bunch of different arrows going all which ways, and you can see that there are arrows that say City Center or um, Artisan Guild, and you see Carpenter's Guild, and you see Principium Activities and Sports Administration. That one. (laughs) What's the real reason we're here, guys? Leisure sports. (laughs) Watching complaints with Elf Track. Elf Track first. I'll take the lead in there. (laughs) Let's stand in line for five minutes and then say, I've been standing here for 30 minutes with no service. I got this. (laughs) Is this going to delay our (laughs) findings within the city? Let's just let the royalty here talk us through it. Or is this, this. actually going to be our in with the higher-ups in the city who are probably a part of everything evil? Let's do the courthouse. Ooh, if we just tell each successive person we want to speak to their manager, eventually we'll get to the leader of Trugala. <laughs> are you going to the Elf Track corporate he- headquarters? Yeah, I want to file a complaint. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, as you get closer, the corporate headquarters is a tower. It's not part of the central group of towers, but it's pretty close. Around this area, people definitely are dressed very smartly. Uh, But there are other people dressed just like you, just fewer and farther between. Hey, I'm always dressed smartly. It's cold. I'm dressed warmly, which is actually smart. Uh, When we get to the door to Elf Track, I'm just going to walk in, cut past the entire line, walk directly to... The person at the counter. You're just assuming there's a line of people trying to file complaints. <laughs> a this, line of people who This evolved. happens often. <laughs> we get this all the time. <laughs> Probably give us a free pass. <laughs> uh, there is a modest line, not a huge line, but you cut past them all. You walk through the front doors of this tower, and you can see that there is a wide staircase behind a panel of glass that is broken up by pillars of wood. 
and behind and seated at a desk behind each of the pieces of glass with a little cutout is either an elf or a dragonborn. I'm gonna walk over to one of the elves, slam my hands on a counter, and yell, oh, "This is unacceptable! Do you know who I am?" The elf looks up in surprise and goes, "Uh, excuse me, sir. I, I demand to speak to you, Manza. Sir, can- I demand to speak to you, Manza, now." Hey, we don't make a talk. Please, well, perhaps I can help you. Manager. If you would- Manager. <laughs> <laughs> if you would just explain the situation- This is unacceptable. I will get you fired if you don't get your manager here within 10 seconds. Sir, I need you to calm down for a moment. Just explain what the situation is. Are you telling is. me to calm down? It's Do you know who I am? Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, if you would explain to me what your situation is, perhaps I can- I can resolve this. I need to file a complaint immediately, so get your manza. Okay, I can certainly help you file a complaint. And what, here, I, and she pulls out some forms and says, all right, now, walk me through, first of all, your name. Do you not know who I am? Just imagine Brixie is trying to fill out this with his, uh... <laughs> Hold on. Thinks he's writing in the paper and he's writing on the desk, like, next to it. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, sir. I do not know who you are. Uh, if you would please give me your name, I can begin the the complaint. My name is Prothean Greymane, and we are told we're not allowed on your trains. Me and my group, and I demand to speak to Amanda because this is unacceptable. And uh, she looks extremely flustered, and I feel so bad for all the customer service representatives, anybody that has had to work in customer service who has to listen to this. I just quit customer service last weekend, so I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. Not a couple of them. Um, eventually, a dragonborn manager comes over, and um, Prothean, go ahead and give me a persuasion roll to try and file this complaint. I rolled a 16. The manager reviews your complaint and says, Well, since you are new to the city, I believe that we can offer you a pass this time as a courtesy. However, you will need to adhere to the elf track laws and bylaws in the future. Will that suffice, Mr. Greymane? Yes, as long as you don't have any issues again. Of course not. And is there anything else that we can assist you with today? I demand a coupon. My trouble. Dollar hot dogs. A gift card. <laughs> uh, he offers you one free ticket for each of you. Okay. Not gonna thank him, not gonna apologize, just gonna leave. You see Brixius looking at him like he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> we all just slow clap. <laughs> so now that you have uh access to the elf track again what's your next move to ride the elf track and take the actual tourist loop wait we already have ridden it before (laughs) do we go gloat in front of isabel and just be like look at this (laughs) i say we stay the fuck away from the goddamn train because there's a fucking hole in it now gotta be multiple cars running on that no just one I mean, that that was a car on, like, the tourist loop, so as long as we get on, like, one going actually into the middle of the city, I think we were fine. That's, That's probably fair. what we should do. should go to the middle of the city, and hopefully there's another Isabel at that turnstile that we can roast. <laughs> you approach a turnstile that goes up to a bridge that appears to be going towards the center of the city, and sure enough, there is another woman dressed in a smart suit and a blue feathered cap, And she says, hello, I'm glad that your complaint was resolved. Are you ready to ride the elf track? Holy shit, is that a bridge that's going (laughs) to the center of the city? 
Wow. And people ride it? <laughs> God damn. I've never seen a bridge like this before. They don't have bridges like this back at home. Bridges that are they're elevated and go places with things on them? If you would like to hand over your passes, you may proceed up to the next level. However, your animals may be stabled in our complimentary stable. This is my service bearer. He is legally required to be with me everywhere. I don't know what that is. Are you trying to say I have a made-up illness? Hey, hey, listen here. He gets sad sometimes, and his bear makes him happy. So, by law, it can stay. By law. <laughs> Why don't you guys just stable the stupid animals? Because we Wait, may we... need them in the center of the I'm city. I'm not stapling my horse. <laughs> and I don't think my horse fast travels like Isabel does everywhere, so... <laughs> do they still have pass without trace on them? Maybe they do. Unless we get off at the next exit and our horses are in the stable over by that entrance or exit over there because they just kind of go everywhere with us. Yeah, could this be like Red Dead where we just like whistle and they're just suddenly behind us? Well, my bear can do that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Isabel says, if you do not wish to stable your animals and you wish to fast travel with them to another portion of the city, you may be interested in using the services of tiefling teleportation. Oh. There's been tiefling teleportation this whole time, and we're trying to get on the elf track. Abe, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what, what, what are the other means of transportation in this city, aside from riding on these tracks that are on elevated bridges and teleportation? Is there also a boat canal that's elevated? Because that would really blow my mind. <laughs> it's like a river, but it's also a bridge. <laughs> We do not have any sort of transportation that is an elevated body of water. However, we do have the aqueducts, and we do have a entertainment and amusement center where you can ride a slide that is powered by water. A log flume? You do ride on buoyant pieces of balsa wood. Is it like Splash Mountain at the um, Arcane Magic Kingdom? She looks quizzically at you and just goes, yes? Cool. <laughs> Rad. All right, does this free pass work for any of these means of transportation? Unfortunately, Elf Track and Tiefling Teleportation are unaffiliated. I demand to speak to your manzo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just hop on the damn train and go to the middle of the city. Yes. I'll staple my horse as she wants me to do, just very gently. I don't want to hurt the horse. I'll just call my bear when I get there. Just resummon it. No, you telepathically tell it to come to me. Let's just call Uber mounts when we get there and have our uh... Uber mounts. <laughs> that is genius. Have them ridden to us. Uh, all right, so you guys make it to the city center. As you're approaching in the cars, the towers loom over you and they are all around you. You get off the cars and you can't even see the streets below you because the towers are ascending right next to the platform in high rises that go stories above you you have and instead of a platform that only goes down here there are also platforms that go up into the surrounding towers based on your knowledge of the city from your flashback you know that from this area you can you can see where the city center would be where the original castle was the secret cave entrance should be now that you're a little bit more familiar with the sectors of the city should be in sector four 
the sectors go by pie pieces, not by distance from the city center. Sector one was like the slum. Sector two, everyone was dressed dressed fancy. From I think what we sector saw. two is a business district. Well, we know sector four could be like homeless people. It could be the red light district. <laughs> That's sector sixty nine. Nice. So you figure out eventually how to get off this platform onto a, another train that will take you into Sector 4. And uh, because you are transitioning from train to train and it took you less than 10 minutes to do so, your pass is still valid. You're approaching the area where you think the cave entrance should be, but it looks like it, w- it is now city. You get off the train, you descend down into Sector 4, and you see that Sector 4 is actually a uh, artisan district. So here you have all sorts of shops. You have carpentry shops, you have blacksmiths, you have like all the goods that wind up in the market are being made here in Sector 4. So everything is very active and alive. It's a little bit dirty, but in a good kind of way. It's the dirt and residue of uh, progress and innovation. The hardworking, honest man. The city planner for this place needs to be executed because Austin District should be right next to the market district. They're wasting a lot of time and resources transporting it farther away. That's because it's a scheme by Elftrack. They're in the pockets of the city planner. Makes sense. You make your way uh, following your mental compass and you're getting closer and closer and where you think that the cave entrance should be is one of the giant sloping walls that form the sectors of the city. And that's where we're going to end our episode. I see we just break through the wall next episode. I cast shatter. Oh, we just run through it. We have hammers. We have the hammer bo- bottoms. They just run yeah. at the wall. Shatter deals automatic full damage to uh, inorganic materials. I'm sure we have plenty of means to get through this wall. <laughs> <laughs> if that's where we want to go. We'll be able to dig through it. So, listeners, uh, we finally made it to Principium. If you enjoyed what you heard, tune in next time. And head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, We would love to hear from you, and we'll read you on the air, like this listener. This next one comes from Blue Devil 61 giving us a five-star rating saying, Solid podcast. Uh, Worth the listen from start to finish. Full of humor and enjoyable each episode. Also from DSB Lover. Love it. Funny and unexpected. Didn't think I'd like this as much as I did, but 50 episodes in and I can't wait to hear what happens next. Especially if Prothean ever gets to go on that crusade he's been planning. Uh, Thank you very much for reading those, Brad, and thank you listeners for your reviews. You can also reach us on social media. We are at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. I am personally on Twitter at HP Camper. Social medias and PlayStation at Benfro15. On the Twitter, I am at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. On the PlayStations, I am on Infamous underscore Zion. Figure out how to spell it. I think it's a dash. With an X, not a Z. And there's a dash, not an underscore. They'll never find me. Go to Reddit. Death Saving Bros. You can find me on the PlayStation Network as Fat-Smith, ignoring your notifications for months until I finally decide to read them and accept them. I'm sorry. Yeah, it took six months 
for him to accept my friend request. <laughs> so don't feel bad. He still hasn't accepted my friend request. He, he'll request Did every... you send me a friend request? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly. He's not on PlayStation, so no, he hasn't. <laughs> he won't know for two months. Yeah. yeah. Matt will accept everybody else first day just to make Paul always feel like <laughs> shit. Actually, I'm going to go on right now and uh, remove Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You can find me as Woody Johnson 6969. Watch my videos, subscribe, and like. Those of you listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Evening Melodrama, Hyper Fun, Investigations, Juniper, Monkeys Spinning Monkeys, The Path of the Goblin King, Shades of Spring, Sneaky Snitch, and Thinking Music are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io. The track's fantasy theme and Lonely Mountain our music by Orchestralis. The song Principium is copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. This track is used with permission, all rights reserved. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0, slash legal code.